Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Unleashed. It's uh, Pup Twigs here out of Orlando, Florida. And joining me today from Boston, uh, Massachusetts is uh, Saz. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. Great. So let, let's learn a little bit about your name and, and how that came about. So I got the name Saz from just abbreviating my full name. So when I was, when I first was doing um, TikTok in 2020, I started as a pup account and I still identified as female at the time. So I was one of like the first really viral female pups on there because mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of female pups in the community. We, no. they do exist, but it's, there's not as many. It's a more male dominated um, platform. And we need to and change that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But um, when I had realized and like come out as trans, I had changed my name from Stephania to Stefan because I still love my dead name. I have nothing against it. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to like keep it in a different way. So my full name is Stefania Antonia Zamparelli. But for but for like when I came out as trans, I changed it to Stefan Antonio Zamparelli. So it's just the abbreviation of my full name so like I can keep it like near and dear to my heart but also just like shorten it for a pup name sure. I, I love that story that's that's a great way to come up with a name so your your pup hood I notice is red and black is there any significance to the colors that you have chosen so red and black red was just always my favorite color um but I also realized that a lot of pups with their with their hoods will try to do outfits that match the color scheme of the hood. Mm -hmm. And even though I love red, I don't have a lot in red. And part of me, I think eventually what I'm going to do is I am going to order a new pup hood that is just completely black because mm -hmm. black and red are my favorite colors, but you can do more outfits when it's a solid black hood because black goes with everything. It goes with everything, yeah. Well, um... How long have you been in the, the handler slash pup community? So I've been a puppy handler switch for about seven years. I'm okay. 28 now. I started when I was about 21 when I was still in Philly. And I had discovered it um, when I was just like in college. And like, I just loved to like play pretend. Like when I was, I was a theater major. So we did one time in a theater class an exercise of like, you have to be something animal-like or anthropomorphic. And I remembered through doing that acting exercise that, oh, wow, I used to enjoy doing this as a kid. Because when I was a kid, you would have all my friends like playing like princess, princesses, they play house. But like, I liked when we played as animals and that just always stuck. So it was just kind of like a nice, release it was a nice stress reliever for me and that's what I use it for to this day but as far as public play goes I didn't get introduced to public play until a year ago okay. um, because in Philly I didn't know a lot of like public scenes yet I wasn't on telegram yet um, and I was still in school at the time so it was more of like me experiencing it on my own and doing pink behind closed doors and even just like platonic play behind closed doors with my partner or partners at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, being in it for about seven years, what has been the easiest part of being in the community? And then have you found anything that's been difficult about being in the community? 
I think the easiest thing about being in the community, I realized it was easier once I joined TikTok because just finding such a loving and accepting community like of people from all around the U.S. and even all around the world was just really eye-opening to me because I've never had a problem with networking with people like in person and just like socializing. So going into the public place scene a year ago, though it was intimidating at first, I quickly adjusted. But I think that TikTok was really like an eye-opener for me of finding a sense of community because I've made mutuals around the U.S. that are now, in my eyes, considered like chosen family. Like I have friends that I view as family that are literally states away that I never see, but like we still talk on the phone or occasionally message. And it's just very beautiful. And it's a very supportive community. Yeah, I, I agree. Well, what about difficult? Have you found anything that's been difficult? I think the only thing that I've found difficult is just kind of just like feeling, feeling attractive in my own skin and also just feeling confident as a handler and a puppy, because I'll admit there have been times where like I do play sessions and I've had handlers say like, oh, you're such a good boy, you're doing a good job. And there have been times where I have been a handler and it's been reversed and I've loved doing that too mm -hmm. and giving praise to a puppy where, where the praise is due. And I've loved every fiber of that, but still I have this little bit of inferiority complex of like, do I deserve the praise? Am I good enough to do this? Can I handle this? And I've literally had people in the community that are well known. Like I've had, I've had in my community Master J. I've had Mr. R. Pup Red. I I'm in Pup Lemons Pack. I've had Pup Sticks. Like I've had literally people from all over say, "No, you can do this. You're meant mm -hmm. to do. This. You're really good at this." And it still is like, I'd say the biggest challenge is just me getting out of my own head and realizing, oh, I am capable of doing this. Okay, all right, well, I hear you. So, well, what about change? Uh, if there's one thing that you could change about our community, is, is there anything you would want to change? I would say, and this is, this may be like sounding like a very broad answer, but I think it relates not just to the pup community, but to like every community in general is just, we've got to let go of this feeling of needing to be perfect. It's, mm -hmm. it's not always going to be perfect. You're not always going to have the best photos. You're not always going to have the best content. It's okay to have off days and it's okay to show more vulnerability around that. So I think that that's something that could really be worked on is just knowing that perfection is not obtainable just mm -hmm. enjoy the moment enjoy the present and just do what feels right to you yeah just do what's right and have fun with it so so what advice would you give somebody that's brand new coming into the community now oh wow um the advice that i would say is some people would say like jump in head first, but like I definitely didn't jump in head first. I took my time. Mm -hmm. So I would say just like there's nothing wrong with the way I see kink and platonic play and pet play and all the different communities is I see it as little lakes that you can dip your feet in. 
there is mm-hmm. nothing wrong with like waiting in this lake and then you go over here and you go for a swim in this lake. So just don't be afraid to explore your options and you can do however little or however much of that lake as you please before you move on to the next one. But like, just do what feels comfortable. And if it feels comfortable and you're enjoying yourself, then dive right in by all means, but don't be afraid to pace yourself because the community is a very loving and accepting community and it's growing ever so much every day. But there's also that pressure with it growing and the popularity of it that, oh my God, I have to be here now when I'm still here. Just take your time. Eventually you're going to get there, but do it at your own pace because if you try to rush it, you're not going to enjoy your experience. What what great advice. So so what brings Saz the most enjoyment uh, and joy out of pup play or just being a pup in general? For me, it is definitely the thing I enjoy the most is praise. <laughs> I love um I just love being being called a good boy. I love being told that I'm doing a good job. And I also love giving praise to puppies when I'm a handler. I just love the like the look on their face. Like my favorite look that I love seeing as a handler is there was one time I was playing fetch with a puppy and it was his first time experiencing pet, pet play and it was at fascination of all places. And I think this was about two months ago, but he had never done it before. He showed up in a pup hood with his mistress and he was like, I want to, I want to do this. I asked his mistress permission to walk him and we did a little session where he balanced my keys on his snoot and then he like dropped <laughs> but like what I loved is the minute that I gave him praise and gave him like just like oh you're such a good boy and like gave him head scratches the look I live for is when their eyes will just sparkle mm-hmm. they the eyes will get so wide and they light up and you just know that that person feels safe with you that person feels acknowledged and appreciated in the moment and you're helping them feel good about themselves. So that's that's honestly like what I live for. Like I love hearing it as a puppy, but I would say that I enjoy it more as a handler giving it and seeing that reaction. Like, cause I'm very empathic. I'll feed off of your energy. Mm-hmm. And if you're happy, I'm happy. Good, good. So let me ask you, do you have any favorite play toys? You mentioned the, the keys earlier um, that you used, but do you have any special play toys that you like? So I do have a special toy. Unfortunately, it is packed away right now because I had recently moved. But I have a miniature stuffed wolfie that mm-hmm. is like my favorite thing. And so I'll like sometimes just like chew it and like lay with it and have a fun time. I also love squeakies. I love fetching a ball. Like anything that involves like physical exertion, I love. Mm-hmm. But I think overall my favorite toy to play with, if I'm being honest, is just other handlers and other puppies because for me that human interaction is just so entertaining and releases so much endorphins for me that I just I get so happy. Agreed, agreed. So we hear so much about this today in the news everywhere and it's good that it's out in the open but what has being a pup done for your mental health? It has it definitely helps with my anxiety and depression It's because at the end of the day, and I try to explain this the best to to people that I can who are not in pet play and don't understand it, 
But to me, pet play, like to any form, whether it's kitten play, puppy play, fox play, whatever you want to do, you could be a dragon. Mm -hmm. um, it is adults playing pretend. Because when when I think of pet play, I think, okay, when was the last time that you felt like really, really happy, like nothing could hurt you and you just felt invincible? Mm -hmm. And my answer is always when I was a kid. And so when I was little, I was playing pretend all the time, whether it was with friends or by myself, I was making up stories and having a great time. It's, it's literally pretend. And I feel like more adults should get back into the habit of playing like that and just yeah. playing pretend, having like games like that. That's another reason why I think people who play D&D &D are so healthy. Mm -hmm. It's literally a Play where you get to exit out of your stressful life or whatever's going on in your life and you get to enter a world where you are a rogue or a druid you just become a freaking superhero and it's so beautiful to see a stressful human being just suddenly be able to be happy and let go fully it's amazing to watch well is there anything that you wish that you knew before you be became a pup? I think the only thing I wish I had known was how loving and accepting the community is. Because when you see the pup hoods and you see the look of it, of any form of pet play for that matter, it, to, to a stranger who has never done it before, like this can look very intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like even though we're sweet and we're playful, like to someone who doesn't know what this is, it can look a little scary because it's completely out of your element. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that like, I wish I had known going into it is, it is, it may look scary, but sometimes the things that look the scariest end up being the best moves you could have ever made. Right, I agree. What about uh, hobbies? Hobbies, I love writing music in my spare time. When I'm not doing that, I'm usually hanging out with friends or going to the movies. Um, my biggest community, aside from the kink community and the pet play community that I've also been in for about seven to eight years now, is the dance community. So I've been a bachatero or salsero. I've been both of those things for about seven, eight years now, and I go to social dances. That's where my other community of friends lies and my chosen family. So you get that beauty of dancing with a total stranger for one song and then moving on to the next song and like mm -hmm. having that intimate connection. Because sometimes bachata and salsa, it can be a very sexy dance. It can be very intimate. But to have that intimacy with no expectations after that of taking the person home or doing anything, you just hug at the end of the dance, go to the next person. Mm. It is a beautiful experience. And I think that it's also helped me to be a better person as a handler and in the pet play community because it is yet another place where you are exercising consent, you are exercising reading another person's body language and social cues without saying a word. Because in pet play, you don't talk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's it's literally, I think that um, for me, social dancing has made me a better handler. And it's made me a better puppy because when I play with other puppies, if their body language is like shutting me out, I know, okay, you want to be alone right now. If I'm looking at a handler and a handler wants me to come to him, 
depending on his look, I know I can be a brat and like play around or I need to come now. Yeah. This isn't this serious. So, <laughs> so it's, it's like that beautiful exercise of just being able to read another person's energy. So I love that I'm in both of these communities because I think it gives me a healthy balance yeah. to be not only uh, a better pet slash handler, but also just a better switch in the community in general. Mm -hmm. well, what about, uh, do you have any uh, pets of your own? I did have a husky, but unfortunately my husky is now with another family right now because unfortunately I'm in an apartment where I cannot have pets have it. and my mom had moved into a condo where she can't have pets either. So I had to do what was best for her. Oh, of course. I hear you. So within the, the uh, puppy community, there's a lot of titles. We've talked about two of them. Uh, well, one of them, the handler, but there's also beta, omega, and alpha. When you're in, in the, the headspace of a puppy, do you identify as any of those? I surprisingly know. I've never identified with because, like, even in the pack that I'm in right now, um, just like repping the merch. But um, <laughs> in the in the pack that I'm in now, I'm I'm considered the handler of the pack. Okay. And and Lemon is the alpha. Uh, so, but as far as like the titles go, like I definitely think that I identify in the community, especially as like a caregiver and being an empath. I definitely resonate more with handler and like as a puppy, I do it more for fun. But when I'm a handler, like as much as I am having fun and playing, I take it a little more seriously because okay. I feel okay. The puppy that is in front of me now, I I am responsible for your well-being and the time that we're playing together. I'm responsible for your happiness. If this goes well, if this goes bad, I need to make sure that you're taken care of afterwards. So I resonate with that title more than anything else. So when I'm a puppy, I would just say that I'm a puppy. There you go. And that works too. So in the in the human life, human form, you know, we, we hear a lot about uh, in the news now with, with pronouns, especially down here in Florida uh, with our crazy government. Um, do, do you, what pronouns do you identify with? So I identify with, with he, him, but I'll also admit when people have misgendered me, it, does not upset me yeah. i'm definitely in like that spectrum of like of um of um gender identity where i'm just like you can call me whatever if you think i'm this great you think i'm that great i'm just thrilled that i can pass as both it's a little bit of a superpower yeah, but, um, <laughs> but like i'm just existing so Good. and who knows maybe later on in life that will change but for right now like i'm just happy being just me good all right awesome so what kind of events do you have going on in boston that's tied around the uh the pup community so the events that we have i think the next one is august 17th i'd have to check but um we have alley pets which is at the alley in boston it's no cover and we do that once a month it's usually the second to last week of the month on a Saturday. Okay. So that's when like all the puppies can like do like a little mosh and it's like a tiny little place where like they can get together. Um, we had had a pet play event at Fascination in January. We haven't had one since. I would love for there to be another one. 
Um, and hopefully that will happen in the future. Um, but other than that, I would say the Eagle in Providence. Um, we don't really have like any cut play events that I've seen yet from there. But we did have a kink education day on a Sunday at the Eagle in Providence. And one of the discussions was focused on pet play and the education around pet play. Okay. All right. Well, now's the time to, you know, think about uh, a question that you would want to ask the next pup that I have on Unleashed. Uh, do you have a question that you would want to leave here and, and for the next pup that we uh, have on here as a guest? Yeah, I would say just how how do you approach finding your pack? How do you approach finding what works for you in discovering the community, but also with like maintaining your boundaries in your self-discovery? Okay, all right, great question. So if other pups see this and want to reach out to you and say hi, or maybe they saw you on Unleashed or learn some more information about what's going on in Boston in relation to the pup community, how would they do that? So the best way that they can reach me is Saz Eclectic, which is my TikTok handle if you want to see like other videos other than pet play. I also have two Instagram accounts. One is my pup account, which is Pup Saz. The other one is my business that I'm currently building on being a relationship and sex and intimacy coach. So I'm hoping to launch that website in like mid-August at the latest. But my personal Instagram that has my business is called The Masked Coach 289. Okay, good, good. Well, now it's time for your question. This, this one came from Pup Adder from Bristol, Connecticut. Okay. And they wanted to know what can you do to make it easier for other pups into the community? Oh, wow. Always just be approachable. Like, it it does not it does not hurt to be nice it doesn't hurt to be kind and if people are like new to the scene or you just like want to socialize with someone like just go and do it just have fun and if people have questions don't be afraid to answer them like to the best of your ability of course and if you're not knowledgeable on certain things but you know other people in the community that are you can point them in that direction as well awesome awesome it has been awesome getting to talk to you. You were very articulate, and I love to hear you just talk about the pup community and about yourself. It's awesome. Thank you. Any any last so nice. any last words from Saz before we get off of here? Honestly, the only thing I would say is just live in the present, do your own thing, and just see where it takes you. And I. And promise you that if you live like that, you're going to be a lot happier. Great, great words. Well, thank you again for joining me. It's been awesome. And hopefully we'll be talking to you again soon. Thank you for having me. Bye. Oh, you're welcome.